Angel Robinson. Ah, what a blessing. You are such a bright light. You are 100% a local legend. (laughs) A legend in your own right. You really are a vibrant, gorgeous woman. And from the minute I like heard of you, let alone met you, and then I met you in your like crown tiara of <laughs> jewels. <laughs> I was like, this woman's amazing. Oh, <laughs> oh Thank my you. goodness. Thank, Thank you for being here. Thank you for that beautiful reflection. Um, it's always nice to just kind of see how you are perceived. impacting people perceived by the world as you're like trying to figure it all out yourself. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I will say myself, like, thank you for who you are. I'm sitting in front of you right now and your presence. It, it's it's safe and it's beautiful and it's strong. So uh, I appreciate being here. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, I was like, at some point, this woman will pay attention to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, if I have to beg her, I will. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> you know, that's funny. It's like, um, it's funny when you start to see people you know, the, the moment that that takes place because we're interacting with people yeah. all the time and, and you know, you kind of take people in on a surface level and then something happens and you actually see them and it's like, were you in there before? Mm-hmm. Was it me? Was I not seeing? And, and, you know, so, but it's always beautiful when you come to that seeing and it's like, wow, there's deep beauty and love here in the open and like now we can be open to that connection in mm-hmm. a real way. So I'm so grateful for uh, that. Thanks to Burning Man. Thank you, Burning Man. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we met on a dance floor. Well, actually, above a dance floor in this little, like, high elevated space. And we just sat there and ended up spending 12 hours together yeah. and watching a sunrise. And it was magic. It was glorious. Yeah. It was really glorious. I um, In those moments, I appreciate sisterhood so much. Yeah. And so thank you for showing up for that. Hmm. Mm-hmm. My pleasure. Thank you. Okay, you are the founder of Solar Punk Summit and the radical optimism and a vision for the future. Mm -hmm. What does that mean to you? Mm. You know, there are so many scary stories out there in the world. We live in this soup of, you know, just fear and, and, and pessimism about what's happening and you know it's not hard to understand why we're seeing all of that around us but I actually think once we start to shift out of those fear narratives and begin to author our own stories realize how much agency we have how much we actually influence our own reality by just our perceptions and how we choose to be in this world we can create anything that we want and so when you start to feel that sense of empowerment you start thinking about what you actually want to create in the world and I like uh, thinking about it from the perspective of being radically optimistic about what can actually happen Mm. right stop telling yourself the story that it can't it won't it's too hard Um, because Acting from that place, it, it, it's really difficult to actually overcome a lot of the challenge, that, the real challenges that you will face. So if you have a radical optimism, mm. <laughs> you just believe that it will work out, and then you keep working until it works out, 
you can manifest some really beautiful things in the world. Yeah. And that's what Solar Punk Summit is uh, about. You are doing that with that summit. That <laughs> was my intro, really, to Austin. It was. I think it, it took place about two weeks after I moved here on my birthday weekend. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> and I met. From that moment on, I couldn't go anywhere in Austin without knowing someone. It literally was because of that summit. And it was one activation after another and one high vibration talk after another that like just gave this optimistic view of what's potential in the future with humanity. Uh, and that actually shed a lot of light on what uh, I learned in my studies at Harvard in sustainability really darkened my view mm-hmm. on the future of humanity. Like By the time I was done with that degree, I thought, we should just all stop having babies <laughs> because this, we're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> like, and so um, I really appreciate what you're putting together. Yeah. You know, again, those scary stories, they're, right, it's very sobering to take a look at the world and see where we are, see the challenges, see some of the mistakes we've made and trying to figure out like how to do that. And, uh, and it can be overwhelming, but there are a lot of people out there in the world who step up for that and say, you know, we are going to create change. We're going to figure it out. And so my job, um, the job I've chosen for myself is to touch in with those people, to connect to those people and to say, hey, come into our container and tell people what you're doing so they can see a hopeful future, you know, and it's I get to, this is amazing, I get to spend my time talking to the most amazing, incredible people um, and sharing in their visions for the future, sharing in the ways that they are showing up for it, and also attuning them to the frequency because when people are in it, you know, and they're doing the work, it can be really easy to lose heart, lose faith because it is so difficult. So one of my favorite things about inviting people into Solar Punk Summit is sort of revitalizing the hope and the joy in even these amazing people who are doing things in the world. You know, I get to have conversations with them and share Solar Punk. Um, And I'll tell you more about like the solar, like what even Solar Punk means to me. Um, But it's a way for us all to come together and be revitalized in our joy and our creativity and our remembrance of how much we can actually accomplish and doing that from a joyful place rather than in a contraction and fear. Um, mm. It's really beautiful. It really is. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yeah. Tell me about the name solar punk. Solar punk. So I don't know. Um, I don't know if anybody's familiar with cyberpunk, but cyberpunk, I like to put, put, you know, juxtapose it um, against cyberpunk. Cyberpunk is an envisioning of the future. It's really sort of dark and gritty. This is how I perceive it. (laughs) It's sort of dark and gritty. Humans lose their agency. It's high tech, but not like a lot of like quality of life. Um, Solar punk is like a foil to that idea, that dystopian dystopian envisioning of the world. Solar punk is a, a utopian envisioning of the future where technology and nature are balanced through conscious living, which is a really beautiful idea, right? We have all of this technology. It's really beautiful. We can do amazing things. And we have our beautiful earth, And it is supporting us. It is giving us life. It's providing for us. 
Now, what if we could figure out how to be in balance, right? And how do we figure out how to be in balance? Well, it's through conscious awareness, like taking it all in and making better decisions for ourselves, for our children, our family, our community, our future. And so, you know, solar punk art is just like beautiful. And what I love about it is that it is beyond politics. It's beyond a lot of the divisions that you, um, that you see in some movements in like a tech movement or an environmental movement or we just take this beautiful art and go, wouldn't you love to live here? And no matter where you are on the spectrum, on any spectrum, you can look at it and go, yeah, like that, that looks really beautiful. I want to I live in that place. Um, and there's a lot of diversity in the art too. So maybe you want a more elven-like natural environment that includes technology and all that we have, you know, all of the advances that we've made. But maybe you really want a high-tech, very like digitized experience, but you still... You still want to feel connected to, to nature. You know, it can look a lot of different ways, but the point is balance. The point is balance. What does balance look like for you? And let's bring that into awareness so you can live a life that is actually what you want to be living. And so this art is just a beautiful way to bring that into people's awareness and to bring a lot of different types of people together because that is where the magic happens. Like... Thank goodness for the people who throw themselves into environmentalism, who throw themselves into understanding the nature of this world and what we need to do. And thank goodness for the people who are creating decentralized technology that allows for us to express our desires, right, in an empowered way. Yeah. Um, and, to, and to organize with communities that, you know, that resonate with us. And so when those people get together, right, and they start talking and start thinking about the future, some really beautiful collaborations can happen, right? And we add our expertise to the mix. I'm like, oh, yeah, and oh, yeah, this, and oh, yeah, that. So that's a big part of what the summit is about. It's about integrating all of the parts of what we are as a civilization so that we can come to a new and more beautiful world. Mm. Beautiful. Will you paint that picture? What are some of the technologies that you've kind of come across that create this more unified community and, and experience? So what I'm excited about is the idea of... So first of all, let's just talk about the internet really quickly. Um, we now have this web that allows us to connect with ideas all around the world, with people all around the world that allows us to engage and find our community, find our home so we don't have to feel alone and isolated. We can connect um, and, that, and that's a really beautiful thing. And so like, what is the next step um, from that web, right? And we, we can start to see some of the ways that there's manipulation, there's not access to that. Um, so what are the ways that we can further extend the benefits of connection, but also create safety and security for our communities? And so what I am seeing is the use of decentralized uh, technology uh, like blockchain in order to, to empower organizations to decision make 
um, for their communities to share information, to share resources. Like, actually, that's one of the things I'm really excited about is like, how do we in a regenerative culture, right? Like, you have this, I have this. How do we map our needs outside of um, the the capitalist? And I don't say that, I don't say that as, <laughs> I want to be clear, I'm not an anti-capitalist, but out of the structure of money being the way that we always engage, there are other ways that we can coordinate our needs, desires, our haves. And so you're starting to see technology, like Ying is one of them, um, that allows people to resource share. Um, people are, Adam Apollo is going to be talking about gamifying planetary transformation. There are people out there in the world who have certain skill sets and there are people who are create, creating things and they need to map to each other. Mm. So what are some easier ways for us to map to each other? So what you're seeing is a lot of, of, of just better ways to get the right people together, which is what events are, by the way, (laughs) creating these beacons to get people together. But you can do that with technology as well and, and, and increase the pool of people that you can pull together to build their beautiful visions of the future. Yeah. I'm doing that with the baby Einsteins. Mm. it's It's a monthly networking social live here in Austin where Anyone in the audience can jump up and share three minutes of wisdom, uh, a story, a lesson learned, or an idea that they want to collaborate with someone on. Mm -hmm. And it's so fun. It's like the funnest opportunity. It gives people, first of all, I'm providing a platform, a stage for people to practice playing bigger and speaking their truth, which I think is essential. Uh, We all need to play bigger. And we all need to really learn how to express ourselves with... um, confidence and trust mm-hmm. that our opinion matters and it needs to be heard and then second of all for this exact thing that you're sharing of like okay this is now an opportunity to then collaborate because together if your vision is big enough mm. you can't do it alone you need a team you need a team yeah mm-hmm. and if and if you don't and you're like a one-man show and that's all you're, you're not dreaming big enough in my opinion, maybe I'm completely wrong, but I, w- I would venture to say most of the time, if your dream is really big enough to make a big impact, you need support. Yeah. Yeah, like I, d- I, I, d- I don't know, right? I can't speak for anyone else, but I don't know that anyone can do it alone, right? And that's like a, that's a thing that I've had to, like as you start trying to build something, you have a little baby and you have a vision is like trust, um, trust and delegation and calling in the right energy and finding the people who can map to your reality. And, and yeah, it's a thing. And, you know, we each individually have to move through that process uh, so that we can do it on a larger scale. And maybe that's the, the, the phase of development that we're in here in this and in, in with humanity is like, how do we actually do it together without um, seeking like impositions or sub- submission? Like how can we come together and build a common vision that integrates all of what we are, all of who we are? Hmm. While you're saying that, I keep thinking, uh, how do you create a win-win? How do you create a win-win? 
Yeah. Because I think we've been trained to create I win, you lose almost. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, yeah. Like people are we're scared. So what I think, <laughs> what I think <laughs> I hear. creates win-wins. <laughs> I'm just spitballing here. Um, is safety. Like, you know, if you look at the political divide, right, it's this or that. And like, if it's not my way, it's their way. Right. And then their way is imposed on me and that doesn't feel safe. So if we can allow a certain level of acceptance and we can direct our energy, not into forcing others to do as we do, but pulling in resonant energy, finding people who believe in the things that we do and building from that place, right? And feeling safe and secure in our own communities and what we've built for ourselves. And then other people can have what they have. They can do what they do. They can have different ways of being and we can interact with them from the place of feeling safe and secure in ourselves that allows us to like integrate some of what they have or collaborate with them. But I, I think it's hard to do that from the place of feeling like your own way of being is under attack. Mm. Um, so I think that's what we need to think about when we are trying to connect with others and trying to move projects forward, projects forward is considering what the other wants and validating that, validating that like it's that's not how I choose to live. That's not what I would want in my daily experience, but it is okay that you want that in your daily experience. And as long as you're okay with like having that there but not imposing it on me here, then there is a beautiful place for us to to like collaborate on, you know, on where we can find common vision. Yeah. Right? I think that concept of safety is, uh, it's like foundational and it's paramount, but we don't address it enough. Like not feeling safe. And I think it, it sounds like it's coming down to not feeling heard. And so then you're not feeling maybe respected or your, your, your opinion isn't uh, either respected or valid or or it's just this, the concept of feeling heard and then, um, that brings in a level of safety and then you can operate from that place. But if you don't feel safe, it's true. You're, there's, it's kind of a non-starter. It's a non-starter. You're, you're contracted, yeah. you're protecting as opposed to being open and receiving. Um, so <laughs> everything all is mass flat to solar punk summit with me, but like that's a big part of what this container is and why, Specifically, we go through these different energies. So, you know, we have the tech community, we have the environmental regenerative culture community, and we have our consciousness community. And each day of the event, we have a certain energy. Like we're all immersing ourselves into the energy of regenerative culture on regenerative day, no matter what our passions are our individual passions are. And then on tech day, we immerse ourselves and we learn about tech that, you know, um, we can integrate into our lives and we play in the energy of tech, right? And we, you know, day three or four, whatever, um, we play in the energy of consciousness. We play with expanding in safety, um, while also learning a lot. So it's a chance for us to integrate 
and yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a chance for us to learn, to see the other, to play in that energy, to feel safe in our own energy and to figure out what we can add to our lives or even just see the other as a human being who is doing something valuable in the world, even if it isn't specifically mm. our own passion. Yeah. Um, I love that. How do you navigate life's transitions with more joy and creativity? You can use the summit as an example if you wanted. Like, are there some transitions or challenges in, the, in organizing the summit that have <laughs> thrown you <laughs> off of joy and cre- creativity? <laughs> oh, joy. <laughs> the fleeting. Uh, how do I navigate transitions? I think... Feeling it, um, compassion for the self, right? It's all about the stories we tell ourselves. And I think once upon a time, I lived in a world where I told a lot of stories about myself whenever a transition was happening. I would beat myself up about it. I am to blame. I am to cause. I'm not this enough. I'm not that enough. And that's where a lot of the suffering is. Um, And now I think just having compassion for oneself, feeling the feelings without there needing to be a story, right? Um, But also choosing a better story for myself. Um, You know, I like to believe that everything that happens is an opportunity for growth and expansion. Like I get to see how I overcome this. I love a triumphant story. I was like... um, sat with medicine before and uh, one of the things that really came through for me was this idea that uh, suffering is a choice and I it's it's always difficult to say that because I don't want to take away from anyone's experience I don't want to invalidate anyone's experience at all so I'm really just speaking from my own experience and what came through for me was suffering is a choice and I had this moment of like, no, but I don't trust that. It can't be that easy. It can't be that simple. And, it, and, and what came to me was like, yes, it is that simple. It is a choice. You can choose to move around it in a different way to, to create a story that allows you to move through that energy. Um, and, and I had this sense of like, well, I'm going to choose a triumphant story. I love the story of overcoming and, um, and then what came through to me was like, oh, well, that's that's a story of suffering as well. I mean, this is a long story. I wish I could get into it. Um, but that's a story of suffering as well. And I said to myself, but I like that story. Like, I, I like overcoming. I love challenge. So for me, moving through the transitions is doing it with that awareness that I really love what it feels like to push through and to succeed. And, you know, in any given moment, and also with a great deal of humor, like Mm. to just laugh at the choices that I've made that have brought me to this, knowing that the, the choices that I made brought me to this, and probably, actually, that's probably the biggest thing. The choices that I have made, whether I perceive them to be good or bad, um, or what have brought me to this moment, and I get to make choices for the future. Yeah. Right? So. 
Hmm. I wonder, so what I'm hearing is when you enjoy the challenge because you know you have what it takes to push through and succeed, mm-hmm. I think there there's an underlying current there that you have faith and trust in yourself that you will succeed, and that's why you can enjoy the challenge. Yeah. Because if you don't think or have trust or, or faith or you have there's doubt that you can succeed mm-hmm. the challenge feels overwhelming yeah would be my guess yeah I think so and and not to say I don't go through those moments I definitely have had those moments last night <laughs> 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 but um but faith um faith is a big part of it is like yes it's difficult Yes, you don't see the answer right in this moment, but just one foot in front of the other. Just do what you can. Just keep, just keep doing what you can until you come to an answer. Um, has been the way forward for me. I gotta know what happened last night. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just the nighttime fears. You know, like two weeks ago. Okay, first of all, Uh this is how I learned to swim (laughs) when I was a kid. I went to to a dude ranch with my local Girl Scout troop, and all the girls were swimming in the deep end of the pool. And uh, I had been very scared to swim before this dude ranch experience. I just, someone tried to give me lessons. I was like, I'm not putting my head under the water. I'm not doing that. Just like, no, (laughs) like boundaries. And, uh, (laughs) (laughs) so cute. Yes. Little angel. (laughs) But I, I went to this dude ranch and all of the girls were in the deep end of the pool and they were swimming and having a good time. And I wanted to be a part of that. And so I jumped into the deep end of the pool. <laughs> yeah. And it was okay. I didn't drown. Clearly, I'm here. <laughs> um, but it was okay. I, I didn't need to be rescued. My, I just kind of did what... I don't suggest this for anyone, by the way, but this was my experience. And I think having that experience probably <laughs> ingrained, like, it probably created some sort of trust or faith that it'll always work out right like the more you have those experiences the more you feel like well I, I can navigate I can navigate I'll figure it out as I go along so solar punk summit really has been that is jumping into the deep end of the pool for me not having any idea how I would make it work having a vision just not having anything like really from nothing from zero going okay Let's pull in this person and that person and these resources. And so, you know, that's a stressful experience because you don't always know where the thing that you need is going to come from. So two weeks ago, I had to come up with $20,000, which, you know, maybe for some people is not a lot of money, but, um, you know, like where where am I going to just get $20,000? Like, poof. Like, I have two weeks to do this, and I have no clue how to do it. And, um, and so, but I just believed that I could. Well, I'll figure it out. Radical optimism. Right? <laughs> yep. it, it works. It, it works. It works. It's, you know, it works. And and so here we are, and well, I'm a couple of thousand dollars away from that. Um, and, 
you know, that's huge. It's huge. I almost don't know how I did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but, but having the faith, asking for support, yeah. you know, this whole thing has been a learning process and like learning you don't, you can't do it alone, Angel. So reach out, learning some sense of humility, like letting go of pride, um, you know, to ask for support, to say I need it, uh, to not always need to like give value and, and to be able to receive um, from a different place. Uh, it, yeah, it's been, it's been a lot. So last night was just one of those nights. Actually, it wasn't last night. Last night was a pretty good night. The night before last, though, <laughs> was um, one of those nights where it was like, wow, I really don't know how, um, how I'm going to, you know, get this next thousand or next two thousand or whatever. Right. You know, but you feel that and you feel it and you breathe through it and you keep acting. <laughs> you keep doing. You keep going. You sent an email. I just you just reminded me of it a long time ago, and it and it was basically I'm putting this on for you guys, <laughs> so y'all need to support me. Get, <laughs> the gist of the email. Like, <laughs> I'm doing this for you. <gasps> Buy your ticket, damn it! I, like <laughs> yes, <laughs> and not. The day before, thank right. you very much. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> and but it's and it it was so honest and genuine and authentic. Like, come on, y'all. Like, this is an incredible event. You're welcome. Let's go <laughs> support me. And I mean, like, literally, I finished reading and I bought a ticket. Like, it was that like well stated in you know not an accusing. It was it was so beautifully authentically written that I'm just like, I need your I need support doing this I'm not like I'm here doing this for you guys I need you guys to support me and it was it was beautiful thank you and I'm sure people I wasn't the only one you're not the only one thank you thank you thank you I (laughs) seriously seriously thank you so much I really appreciate it like I appreciate every ticket sale right like everyone who's like I'm going to the Solar Punk Summit and I'm always amazed, you know, just like, they're coming. (laughs) (laughs) They're coming into this container and I get to share with them. And then I, and I wonder when it's, you know, a new name, someone I know is like, like what brought them in? Like Mm. what was the thing that they said yes to? And uh, so it's a, it's beautiful for me, but yeah, like I want to live in the world. I choose to live in the world where we are, honest about who we are, about what we're feeling, like about our humanity. Like sometimes I'm pissed and sometimes I'm happy and sometimes I'm resentful. And, um, and to try to move through that energy with some grace Mm -hmm. in a very open and honest way. Yeah. And, um, and trusting in others. And that's a big part of it too. Trusting in others as well to kind of meet, meet me, right. Meet us in that space. And that really open, honest space. I love it. Yeah. Let's live in that world. Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, if little angel, young little, maybe six-year-old angel, mm-hmm. was sitting right next to you right now, what would you tell her? Mm. <sighs> what would I tell six-year-old angel? Mm. 
Hmm, that's a good question. So many things, but right, like if I could only say one thing, that's what I'm thinking about. If I no, could no, only, you can say a few things. You can say a few things. Yeah, oh, you got time. okay, okay. Well then, well then, sit down, my child. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, one of the first things I would say is that you are beautiful hmm. in every single way. Mm-hmm. You are beautiful in every single way. In all the ways that a person can be beautiful, you are beautiful. <laughs> and I would say there's so much value in compassion. There's so much value in compassion and know that when people are hurting out there in the world, that that won't always feel good to you. And sometimes it might feel downright bad. It might feel like an attack. Um, And the way through that is love and compassion and boundaries, right? Creating safety for yourself. But then, you know, just don't let it, don't let it move you away from love and you figure out how to express love you figure out the way that it feels good for you to express love but but stay in that love Mm. you know i would say dance and sing all the time (laughs) all the time every day (laughs) don't ever feel like you can't be dancing and singing everywhere all the time there is no inappropriate place for dancing and singing <laughs> i love it <laughs> i love it yes it uh we did i was just in new york with my daughter my my old my daughter she it was her 18th birthday and we were on the new york city train it was me her and a friend and we were singing like mm. singing just singing and my daughter my 18 year old was like oh god mom oh god, <laughs> oh god mom <laughs> <laughs> so you really have to have a full-on concert everywhere you go. Yes. <laughs> ah, I love it. Yes. And, but, but by the end of our trip, she was dancing and singing uh. and moving through the streets. And, you know, it's an expression of love. It's an expression of openness. And it creates joy in other people who see it. And it creates permission for others to self-express as well. So self-express, girl. Mm. That's what I would say to six-year-old angel. It's amazing how we stop ourselves from expressing because we fear other people's judgment. But what we're actually doing is judging ourselves. And when you stop judging yourself and you give yourself that freedom, you actually give other people freedom too. Really important point you just made. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. Hmm. It's... it and. And it's so crazy to think of how we're in this story that we can't, that we shouldn't. But how many, oh, so, okay, so this. (laughs) (laughs) Go, do it. (laughs) I was at a party, um, like a, like sort of a live showcase party at someone's house where people are singing and there are lots of really beautiful singers and musicians. And there was this one I think she was Russian. There was this run, one Russian girl, and she she got up uh, and she sat on the piano and she started to sing. And her voice was not like a super beautiful voice, like what people would 
think was super beautiful. Um, but she sang and, and it was so beautiful. She sang without any self-consciousness. There was so much confidence in it. She was just fully in her being. And it was so beautiful to watch, hmm. to watch her do that. And it made me think about my own, like myself and how, how like scared I was to, to sing in front of anyone, to, to express in any way because of what, you know, like judgments I'm making about myself and what if they don't like it and what if, what if, what if, what if, and just to watch this person be in it and not, and seemingly not care about any of the judgments. It was probably one of the most beautiful moments um, and most impactful moments for me to see that and to go, I could do that too. Like that, I, that's, it was the permission. It was yeah. the permission I needed. And it was allowing me to see how beautiful it is to see the beauty in it and that it doesn't have to be perfect. Like none of this, ha none of us has to do it perfectly. Yeah. We don't have to compare ourselves to what, I don't have to be Beyonce um, <laughs> right? <laughs> or whoever. Right. Um, so why do we do that? Let's go down this what if what if train, right? Like, what if someone judges me, and my voice is not Beyonce's? It's not. What if someone judges me? What if? Like, it's like it's like with the parent parents getting to what's going to happen after number three, one, <laughs> two, and then the kid starts freaking out because God forbid what happens at three. It really <laughs> like, happened at three. <laughs> what if? What if they judge? What if, what if they? Okay, I have another story for you. Yeah. I got a story. Please. I live my life in stories. I love it. Um, ecstatic dance. Mm. I went to my first ecstatic dance some years ago, um, four years ago, maybe something like that. And um, I walked in. It was Sunday morning dance. It was over at Dark Clan. And um, like all these like people dancing in weird ways. Um, not, not all weird, some beautiful, some strange, but just all of this expression out there in the world. And so I started to dance and like really, the music came on for you to dance. Did you <laughs> Perfect. There we go. There yes. we go. <laughs> Doing it. Um, oh gosh. <laughs> Someone's calling. We got that. Always. Um, so I, I started to dance and, and, and like really feel into my body and not be dancing like in a nightclub. It's sort of performative and you're trying to be cool, but I really wanted to be in this space and like just kind of move and feel my body. And, and I loved it. It was so joyful to look around and watch everyone else, like being in whatever energy they're in. Right. And, and doing the thing that feels good for them and to try to discover that in my own self. And I had sort of an epiphany while this was happening. I was like, wow, this is really amazing. Um, I, I wish I could do this. These people are so non-judgmental. I, uh, this is such a safe space. Um, I wish I could do this everywhere else and then the thought was like well why can't you do it everywhere else like yeah. why can't you and like and the, the idea is I guess like out there those people are like those people would judge me 
but it occurred to me like, no, this is how it should be. That we should, we should, but like, this is how it could be. And, and these are my people. And these are the people whose opinions, not necessarily that they matter, but it just shows me what doesn't matter, mm. right? Like it doesn't matter if someone watches me dance through the aisle at the supermarket in like my weird hippie way <laughs> 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 and they make a judgment about that. Like that judgment is not about me. That's about their own constraints and their own, like it's not about me. Yeah. And 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 even if it were, like I don't want to be constrained by your judgments and the limiting beliefs the limiting factor the ways of living right like i like that can't be my i feel joyful in this expression why would i limit my expression of joy because you might judge that so wild to me i mean literally it might you might be a 10 second thought in someone else's head that like wow she's weird you know (laughs) and they, they keep going and yet we live our entire lives concerned about that 10 second thought that brief little like momentary possible judgment or not like or not or not because the truth is what i've experienced is people love it yeah people love to see people expressing and enjoy yeah they just love it so (laughs) why do we make up this ridiculous story and the fear of judgment it's so fascinating to me Mm It, it's super fascinating because the thing, it's, it's more fascinating when you think about how much we actually want to be seen mm. and how much we stop ourselves from being seen. Yeah. I, I wonder if it goes back to that, like, you'll get thrown out of the village and if you're, if you don't, you know, that concept of like, if you do something wrong, you get kicked out of the village. And if you get kicked out, you basically can get eaten by a lion. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. <laughs> So if there's like some kind of prehistoric wiring mm-hmm. that we have to conform in order to be accepted and then be safe. Yeah. Why do we think this thing in particular, like this expression would be the thing that would cause us to not be safe? Like what about our culture yeah. makes, yeah. right? Because it could be anything, right? Like, like what about self-expression? Yeah in these ways makes yeah. us feel wild, fearful. Huh? It's, it's really like wild. You're dancing and you're singing and you're ha- you're having fun. That should be complete, completely conforming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that should be completely normal. That should be the normal. Should. I mean, that is an appropriate use of should. That should be normal. <laughs> uh, well, let's normalize it. Like there the thing go. is, is this is what I've been saying. Like it, there's no should be mm. like, oh, people should, I should. No, like let, let's just do it. Like yeah. we just get to do it yeah. and live it and give people the permission. And when, we, when they see how, how, you know, it's not about going out there and advocating and proselytizing, yeah. right? People don't like that because they feel like, oh, contraction, something, you're trying to shift something in me. It's just about going out there and being, and being in a joyful state such that others want to be in that state with you. Yeah. And they come out to Solar Punk Summit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's true. Right? Yeah. And they just live in joy with you. Um, so important. Ah, what a really powerful, beautiful message to end on. Like, express yourself. And, and express yourself in ways that bring you joy. And if that's dancing and singing, express it. 
if it's picking up a phone call and supporting a friend, put that on your calendar every single day. Mm-hmm. Like whatever brings you joy, start living it every, today, now. Today, right now. Yeah. Yeah. Someone sent me this cute little meme of like um, Snoopy and he was like doing his little dance because it's Friday and he was doing this like little jiggle and my friend just sent it to me this morning and I was like, oh my God, that's so cute. And I was like, wait a minute, I'm going to do like Scooby. And I just did this little like dance. <laughs> I just jiggled and I started laughing and it was like the f- cutest, funnest way to, to start my day of like with this little childish like jiggle of joy. <laughs> and I was like, thank you for that. Thank you for reminding me. I had another guest on that said he dances when he brushes his teeth. That's his thing. Mm-hmm. Dances when he brushes his teeth. I was like, that is genius. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, like, we've got to remember to be childlike and, and, and bring the joy and fun and yeah, and let go of these limitations. Mm-hmm. Like, nice. bull- complete bullshit, like made up false bullshit. Bullshit. Like, <laughs> I'm f- and like, here's the thing. Like I said, I'm about stories. If you're going to make up some bullshit, at right. least let it be bullshit that makes you happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like people love to see me dance. <laughs> yeah. It's the same truth as like people judge me for it. I mean, exactly. It doesn't matter. Choose better stories. Yeah. Choose better stories. Yeah. And get your ass a solar punk. And get your ass a solar punk. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I love you guys so much. I love you so much. Thank you. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You really are a beacon of light and, and just kindness and love and you show up in a way that shifts everyone you you shift this whole community and you are making a massive impact yeah you really are it's important that you're doing really important work thank you (laughs) (laughs) i love you so much (laughs) i love you so much Mm. thank you i feel honored to be able to show up and um just yeah, I feel honored to be able to show up in this way. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Mm. So the queen. <laughs> <laughs> She's a good story. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my loves. Thank you.